You're listening to the Automate Your Way to Freedom podcast. I'm Janine Betts, and I invite you to join me on a journey where I help 100 women earn an income online. Chris, I am so excited to have you on the Automate Your Way to Freedom podcast. Thank you so much for being here today. Oh, I'm excited to be here. <laughs> I think it's going to be fun. <laughs> Um, so for those in my audience who may not know you, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Yeah. Okay. So, well, let me start off with what I do. So what I do is I help you eliminate 80% of your to-do list and hundred percent of your guilt so that you can stop doing things that you hate and that you don't have time for. And so you can reclaim your life in an easy and permanent fix. So that's the, the, the core of what I do. Now, my backstory is I have a branding and marketing agency and I was in business for about four years and I nearly electrocuted myself one time. And I talk about this in oh the book gosh. simply, simply because I was in a rush and that was it. So I thought, you know what? Something's got to change. I had subscribed to the old way of doing things where your personal life pays the price. You're working harder and harder. You're buying new technology. You're burning out. You're repeating the cycle. And it just wasn't working. So, or, or I knew I couldn't keep it up. So I started to feverishly examine productivity and I didn't have time for heavy time management systems. I really, I got a lot done in a day, but it just wasn't enough. I needed something that would give me big results with minimal efforts. And so I was determined to make productivity my superpower. And luckily I did because a few years later, uh, my husband was diagnosed with colon cancer and I was pulled away from the business. Really, I would say for about almost two years and he did pass away. And when I returned to my business, not only had it, had it survived, but it had thrived. And when it became public to my clients, they had no idea. They were not aware of my absence. They were not aware of what I was going through. And so they started to ask me like, how did I manage all this? You know, what, what was my system? So I like helping people and this really aided me in the grieving process. So I started working with them under that capacity and we started to get a lot of success so that they really were able to eliminate their to-do lists and their guilt. And they loved, you know, that they didn't have to do things anymore that they hated and getting their dream projects out and adding on service services, creating new revenue streams. And all the while where they started going back to the kids' soccer games and taking real vacations for the first time. And it was an easy and permanent fix. So I said, hey, you know, I want everyone to have, I, I really think business should be fun. I want everyone to have a full life. And I was, of course, reminded how short life was. So I thought, let's help more people. And so then I started to write my book and thought, you know, let's get this online and serve as many people as we can because I really, at the core of me, thinks, business should be fun and you don't have to grind it out. That's very well said. And thank you for sharing a little bit of your story. That's, uh, that's pretty powerful to be able to have a business that, like you said, is, is thriving um, because you, you were able to leverage, you know, your productivity. Wow. <laughs> um, can you tell me a little bit more about, you know, Shadow Blast and, and, and how you came up with, the company of itself, the services, I know you talked a little bit about it, but how do you, can you go into a little bit more about how you're serving your clients today? Well, my marketing clients or my win the hour clients? Um, that's a good question. Well, we could talk about win the hour clients because you had mentioned uh, in terms of productivity. So let's go with that, please. 
Sure, no problem. So with Win the Hour, uh, what we, we have a number of opportunities is, of course, you can read the book, and that's very helpful. And we do have group coaching. Uh, and that has, is, we just recently started that online. We did one-on-one work up at, you know, for a number of years, you know, in local communities. But what would happen is, of course, they don't want their businesses knowing their business. So then I would have like eight appointments on a Tuesday and still be running my agency. So that was taking up one fifth of my time. And I thought, well, I need to compress this because that's what time management is all about. It's saying, what do I love to do? What do I want to do next? Like, I've, this is the mountain I've climbed. I see another mountain. So then I said, all right, let's get this online so we can do group coaching and people can learn from each other in a group setting and, and not be, you know, insecure about the fact that they might know each other in the community. So we have started to do that. And that's really been uh, an enjoyable uh, project for us and certainly the clients. And from that, uh, we're also building out a masterclass where, you know, you can have a paid product online, just download it and work it through your convenience. So it's really, um, it's really, we serve clients who I would say have been in business, well, not always, but mostly a few years and they're service-based and they have ambitions that they just haven't been able to get to with the sort of running the business and chasing the day-to-day hourly stuff. So what we do is help you get all that stuff out that's starting to wear you down because you just see it and it's out of your reach. Understood. That that makes a lot of sense. Um, you had talked about a little bit uh, on how you had came back and your, your business was thriving. At, at what point did you find that your business was starting to generate passive income? Uh well, you know, that's interesting. So, on, you know, officially, I would say we've only recently been doing that because I was still trading time for money. So when I was doing it in the community, I knew, you know, I knew that I wanted, as I said, I wanted these people in a group setting, but it was just not going to work because they didn't want to know each other's business. So really what I would say is I'm, you know, I knew the mechanics of getting passive income, but it took a little bit of time for setup because I decided to take a few steps back and write the book so that I could leverage that sort of like pulling elastic band back. So I could have just launched to this first, but I decided it would, I'd be able to serve more people and have a more effective funnel with a book. Uh, so really we're just in the infancy stage of leveraging it, even though it was very clear in the game plan that we needed to get here as quickly as possible. Interesting. So then with, you had mentioned just having a, you know, a book as a funnel, and I agree that is a fantastic way to automate um, your business and, and, and get that, you know, that inbound traction coming to you. Um, with, with your journey so far, what's been your biggest takeaway in, you know, we can call it failure, we can call it lessons learned, but what was your biggest takeaway in your, your experience so far as a business owner? I would say, you know what, a lot of that's in my book. And one of the biggest Perfect. things I talk about is I call myself a, reco- a recovering rushaholic. So I was always rushing and, you know, just trying to get as much done and throwing, it was almost like the plane's going down, but you're throwing luggage to the back of the plane instead of off the plane. So I have strategies and principles in the book about, you know, how to manage your time and very simple, easy to implement and about the power of focus, doing one thing at a time. And to this day, I, they're super simple strategies. And people tell me all the time, it's a very easy read. And they can't believe that when they read it today, they can start putting things in place. But even myself, like 
you know, I have to use my own strategies. So you say, okay, I had to use the strategies to write the book because first of all, I still had an agency to run and a team. And then you go, okay, I want to write this book. And then I had to say, well, when is the book going to be due? And what does that look like? And so carving that into my schedule took time. And then, uh, you know, then I've got the book done. You think, well, now I have to start marketing the book and I have to get back out on social media, which I clearly had taken an absence with my husband because after he passed, I had nothing to say like, Oh, look what I'm having for breakfast. Like not so much. So then I had a real mountain to climb because I had been completely off social media for like, you know, a couple of years. So I had to climb that mountain and then come back with win the hour. And now we're leveraging it with group coaching and then building our info product. So really what I would say to you is I have all these ambitions, but I'm going to do them all in the same amount of time. I still work out every morning. I only work about seven hours a day. So every time I say, this is what we're going to do next, I have to be more efficient with my time and take five steps, turn them into three so that it doesn't put a strain on myself or my team or change my lifestyle, but I can continue to have bigger and bigger ambitions. I love that. That's, that's a good you know, and, and you're talking about your book. So let's make sure that, that, that the audience knows where they can go. You can go to amazon.com. Yeah. Um, I see it on Kindle there too, which is excellent. And it's got a really high rating. So 4.9. Congrats, by the way. Thank <laughs> That's you. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, so we'll make sure that the audience knows that. And then the other thing I was going to ask you, um, when you look back over your experience so far, and even, even currently right now, what has been your, what are you most proud of? Um, well, right now I'm pretty proud of that book. Like every once in a while, <laughs> yeah. I go, I don't know if you were a fan of Sesame Street, but there was oh, yes. <laughs> frog was interviewing the guy that was trying to write Mary had a little lamb, and he kept going, Mary had a little, a little, and then he starts crying, I'll never get it. And that's what I felt like when I was writing the book. Like every day, I thought, well, I know how he felt because it's such a big project, and yeah. and then not to write a book but to write a good book. Like you Mm -hmm. have to, you know, I had to, I wrote it once and then it just, it came out like I was writing from a marketing perspective because marketing is all about bang, bang in your face, get people's attention. So I wrote it from my experience of marketing copy and this few people that read it said like, yeah, it's painful and you're telling me I'm making mistakes, but it's like, you're yelling at me, this is not enjoyable. So I was like, well, that's not going to fly. So I really had to rewrite it. So it, it uh, to write a book and then to write a book that is good. And I don't mean that in an arrogant way. I just mean that, you know, you can, you, you there's more, I, to make it an easy read took a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the only quote I remember Mark Twain said, I would have written a shorter letter, but I didn't have the time. So I'm pretty <laughs> proud of that because it really is quite an undertaking. Uh, you know, there's a saying that a lot of people in the, almost everyone in the graveyard has a book in them. And now I know why, because you really, it can easily become something that you started and didn't finish. Yeah, absolutely. I've, I've heard yeah. people like, uh, like Russell Brunson who've said it takes years to write a book. It's not something most, most people can just pick up and do and do no. well. So I, I totally agree with you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of women out there who are either in corporate America who are trying desperately to get out Um, and they just don't know how to make whatever venture they're trying to work on successful. Um, The excuse I I often hear is, I feel stuck, or I don't know what to do next. Um, What would you recommend to somebody, to a woman that's, that's in that boat right now? 
Well, where can you give me a little bit more? Where are they stuck at? Like yeah. they don't know where they're at, but they don't know where to go. So that's a good question. So then in the, let's use the example of somebody who's stuck in corporate America and they're really interested in making passive income online. They have tried network marketing, they have tried affiliate marketing, and it's just, they're just not making any money. They're not making any success. And, and the goal is to build that side income stream so they don't have to put all their eggs in one basket and rely on their employer. Um, so not seeing the results or the success that make it worth all the effort. Um, what would your advice be to somebody in that situation? I always default to really find something that you're passionate about. There are, you know, things throughout history that are fascinating to me. Like, you know, I didn't watch a lot of Oprah, but I do remember one episode where there's some lady from, I don't know what country, like Bolivia or something where she escaped the country and fled and this big whole story. And then she got to the States and she opened up a boutique in California and she does eyebrows to the stars. That's all she does all day long is eyebrows and she makes all sorts of money and she finds it fascinating. She says they frame the face and it's all really important to her. And I think whenever you listen to someone that's passionate about anything, first of all, it is, you know, a lot of work to get a business off the ground. So you do really have to be interested in the topic. I struggle with the idea of just creating a passive income for the sake of a passive income. I think that's a branch of how you're going to deliver it. Um, so I'm, you know, in the throes of that right now. And it's, it's growing every week. Like we're getting, you know, income offline and the books are selling and people are signing up for coaching and that's great. But I had to sit by myself for, you know, almost a year and write and then rewrite a book. But I firmly believed that the book would help people and my stories are relevant. So you have to find some element, even if it's, you love leaving a house, that's, I mean, that's not a passive income, but well, it could be because you could leverage that and have a team and stuff. But even leaving a house that you think, oh, it's cleaner than when I, people will come home tonight and they'll feel good about themselves and whatever. House cleaning can be emotionally rewarding if you, if that's your thing. So I don't care what it is. And I think that a lot of people do have something that they're taking for granted. That's another thing we all take that for granted. So maybe it's, you know, how to run a babysitting business. You could be 16 and start to leverage that online, you know, how to, whatever tips to first 15 days of opening your salon, 15 mistakes I made, whatever. So, and again, that's not a corporate America example, but my mind's all over the place because then I start thinking of all the different things you could do. But the, the thread in that is find something you love and probably look at the things that come easiest to you. And those are the things that you take for granted, but other people could learn from. Absolutely. I totally agree. We, 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 in my community, we talk about finding what your superpower is, owning it, and then figuring out how you can use it to help other people. So yeah, um, yeah you're, you're right on point. You, you, it's important to be passionate about it for sure. Um, I love your eyebrow example. <laughs> That's really cool. <laughs> um, you know, Chris, when you, when you look at your, your visit, your business, excuse me, your future, what's, can you give a little glimpse into the vision that you have for yourself and, uh, and for your clients and the business overall? Well, I do think 
there's too much out there with the grind and all the, I don't think all the things that don't kill you make you stronger. I think those things make you tired. Um, I don't think it has to be that hard. So I would love to spread, spread that message and let people understand that you can have fun. You can like what you do and it. And, and it's not going to be easy. It's going to require effort, but that effort doesn't, I don't think your business should consume your life. I think it should support it. So when I was pulled away from my business, you know, to have that security to come back to it. I mean, you know, when my husband passed away, let's be practical. I also lost an income. So if I came back and that was gone, that would be devastating, you know, and he, and I had systems in place that worked. And also he saw how hard I worked for my business. He was my biggest fan by far. So I had, you know, he would be like, how's the business? Oh, it's fine. I mean, I didn't really know that at all times, but I, you know, he needed that comfort so that he wouldn't feel worse about what we were going through. So I, I really think it's, you know, I want people to find that business should be fun. Um, we do have quite a platform that's rolling out with win the hour from a book to a, a this is book one of a three part series. And then, as I mentioned, the, the group coaching and then the platform, and, uh, there seems to be a, also a podcast in our near future as well. So just pushing content out there to help as many people as I can look at their business differently. I love it. And you're, you're right at the end there. Content is king. I know it's cliche, but it's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love that too. You had mentioned how this is one book of one of three. So people, ladies, you can go to amazon.com and get when the hour, when the day by Chris Ford, check it out for either your Kindle or your handheld copy. Like some of us still enjoy to read, <laughs> but, um, Chris, I, I wanted to thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a real pleasure getting to know you more, um, and understanding a little bit more about your story too. Thank you. Well, I, again, I'm, I'm just flattered that you wanted to hear my story. So I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it and want to learn more strategies on how to do affiliate marketing or network marketing, really how to build passive income online, then join my free Facebook group, Fire Your Boss with Janine Betts. I will see you there.